are all over this though. Holy, all powerful. Lamb that was slain. That actually is, is unknown, what his hair was like, um, if we're, we're going to be honest here. So sacrificial, you said a lot more than that, and I can't keep up. Uh, merciful. Good father. Yep, good. We'll, we'll categorize that under good father, loves his children. Perfect. Sinless. Lord. <laughs> we'll go Lord Almighty. That's, that's good. That is true as well. He is good. Nice. So same thing with the God box. We could just fill this thing up and not begin to scratch the surface of who God is. But unlike the Josh box... We could get really close to describing Josh. With God, you can't even begin. One of his attributes is that he's indescribable. Okay, so our minds can't comprehend fully who God is. That doesn't mean we shouldn't get to know him more, because we can get to know him. And from what we find in his word, and we should seek to know him more, but we'll never know him fully. And what we tend to do with God is we tend to think, you know, God... God can do this, and he is this way, but he definitely can't do that. We, we put him in a box. God can only do these certain things that I wrote on my paper. He's this way, he's that way, he can do that. But we tend to think things that are a little more difficult, he can't quite do. And that's our guy Philip tonight. We're looking at the apostle Philip, the disciple Philip, and he was... He was an administrative guy, so he was really into details. He, as, as they traveled around, he was the one that probably took care of the food. Um, if they had Burger King or whatever, he'd go out and get that when they're traveling on the road. Um, he, he, he took care of the resources. Um, he, he's, he's probably just a real black and white type guy. He, he just he saw a situation, he saw what needed to happen, and, and he took care of it. So um, his, this was a huge strength of his that he's this detail guy, and he used it for the good of the group, but like all strengths, it has a dark side. And we're gonna see that dark side tonight. So if you'll turn with me to John chapter six, we're gonna see Philip put God in a box in John chapter six. We're gonna look at verses one through seven. John chapter 6, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Remember that, a large crowd is following him. Jesus went up to the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand, lifting up his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd, remember that, was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, here's our guy Philip, where are we to buy bread 
so that these people may eat. Remember, Philip's the guy who takes care of the food, takes care of the details. And Jesus said this, verse six, he said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. And Philip answered, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. Here's what a denarii is. A denarii is how much money you would make back then in one day. So he's saying, he's probably done the math, Philip has, has, has estimated, guesstimated this crowd, okay, if we could probably pull together 200 days wages, uh, if we were lucky, we probably could, could get that together between us and, and some of the people around here. We could probably could get that amount of money. But I'm telling you, Jesus, even if we got that amount of money, everyone would get like a crumb, maybe. It's not going to work. He says to Jesus, it's not going to work. And if you know the story, Jesus does end up feeding the whole crowd with, um, how many is it in this one? I get them mixed up with a few different stories. Five barley loaves and two fish. And there were some even left over. It was miraculous. Jesus does a miracle, but Philip, Philip put God in a box and was like, nope, can't be done. Can't be done, Jesus. You cannot feed 5,000 plus people. But here's what's true about God. God can do anything, even things that seem humanly impossible. Let's turn over a couple more pages to John chapter 14. We're going to see Philip again put God in a box. John 14, starting in verse 6. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it's enough for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you. Actually, let's stop right there. I'm sorry. We'll get to that section in a minute, but just to verse 11. Philip is saying, God isn't something here. Before he was like, God can't. God can't feed these 5,000 people. Now he's saying, God isn't Jesus. Jesus isn't God. Philip's like, you know what? If he would have known about Batman and Robin, you all know about Batman and Robin, right? Uh, look it up later. You should. Um, but Robin is Batman's sidekick. That's all you need to know. Um, but Philip is basically like, you know, Jesus is Robin, not Batman, okay? The father is Batman, so just show us Batman. Show us the father. Show us the real guy, and then, and then we'll believe. And Jesus is like, you don't get it. I am Batman. No, <laughs> he's like, I just wanted to do that. I, no, I know that wasn't great. You guys, some of you guys are really good at that. I've heard your Batman impressions, but... Um, no, he's like, I am God. You missed it. I am the father of the father is me. God is Jesus. Jesus is God. There is no Robin. Jesus 
is Batman. The father is Batman. Both, they're both Batman, and it's mind-boggling. The, the father is the son, is the son, is the father. And it's mind-boggling because guess what? God doesn't fit into a box. We can't grasp that. So Jesus is like, you don't get it, Philip. It doesn't, it doesn't work. God isn't who you have in this box. And so I want to ask you guys tonight, how have you put God in a box? Maybe you said things like, like Philip, God can't. God, God can't get me through this class that's really difficult for me right now. God can't deliver me from this depression. God can't deliver us from this pandemic. God can't do this. God can't do that. God can't give me a guy or a gal someday that I can have as a spouse. God can't do this. When I was in junior high and high school, um, I put God in a box by saying, God, here's what you can't do. You can't deliver me from my anger, okay? Lots of things would just make me angry, okay? All the time, just the, the, every response, emotional response to things was anger. I'd just be upset all the time. And I was like, God, there's no way. But God, thankfully, in his mercy, in his grace, he's so tender, he took me up and he has changed me. I still definitely get angry. But comparatively to when I was in junior high and high school, God has just transformed me and transformed my heart because God can do that. He's in the business of changing people. Maybe you're saying God isn't. God, God is not good. God is not loving. God is not fair. God is not just. God is, God is not this. God is not that. When I was your age, for me it was, God, you're not liking. Here's what I mean by that. I believe that God was loving I believe that he loved me, but I believe that he loved me like a disinterested uncle, okay? An uncle that's like, yeah, I've got this nephew or niece, and I tolerate them when they show up at Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever, but I, I love them because they're family, I'm supposed to, but that's about where it ends. I knew that, that in my head that God wasn't like that, but in my heart and the way I operated, I, I lived like God didn't actually like me. And here's some news for you guys. When God says that he loves us, it means that he likes us. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense that he would like sinners like you and I, but he does. We're created in his image. If you've believed in him, you are his child. And so just like any good father not only loves their children, they like their children. They're not always happy with them and their actions, but overall, they like them. And so God, God just shattered my box. And here's the thing. God didn't die. Jesus didn't come and die on the cross and rise from the dead just to put up with you. 
He did that because he loves you and likes you. So you might think God isn't this, God isn't that. And if God's word says that he is something, then he is that, even when it doesn't feel like it. When I was a freshman in college, I started to doubt whether God wanted me to be a pastor. I was like, God, I have a hard time speaking. Like, even just talking to other people at that point in my life, and it, had to, it was rooted in a lot of insecurities. It actually had nothing to do with my ability to articulate things. Um, but God, God eventually freed me from that. But at that point, it was like, I, I have a hard time just getting words out. The, the things that I'm thinking, getting words out when I'm talking to someone, much less up in front of people. How is this going to work, God? And he led me to Jeremiah 1. It's like he was speaking right to me in Jeremiah 1. For it's, it's Jeremiah's call from God. He says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, This is Jeremiah speaking, Ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I'm only a youth. And I, I stopped in my tracks. I'm like, God, that's literally what I'm saying to you right now. I don't know how to speak. So I'm on edge. I'm like, what is he going to say? But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm only a youth. For to all whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them. For I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. God says to Jeremiah there, and to me when I read this, basically, shut up and go. Just be quiet. I'll take care of that. I'll give you the ability to speak. And guess what? He did. Here I am tonight speaking to you unhindered. And that, that is all because of God. God can do things that we can never think to even ask him or imagine in our minds. God wants to do things in you and through you that you can't even comprehend tonight. And so I beg you to, to learn from Philip. Philip was an example of what not to do. Philip was like, God, you can't do that. God, you're not like that. We need to go, no, God, you can do anything. And here I am. Send me. I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I believe you can do it. So I want to end with Jesus' words. Back in John 14, at the very end of that section, just listen to this. Jesus says, this is John 14, 12, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. He's saying, ask God for things that are honoring to him and then watch him work. doesn't mean we are always going to get what we want, but it does mean that we're, we're going to see God do some stuff, some incredible things, if we would just start asking and trusting and giving ourselves to him day in and day out. All right, let's pray. God, thank you for Philip. Thank you for guys like that, examples that we don't want to follow, but that show us how we, can, how we can trust you more. 
And I pray that you would just take our concepts of you, of what you can do, of what you can't do, of who you are, and just shatter them, God. I pray that you would do incredible things through the students in this room here and the adults, God. Help us to be faithful to you. Help us to ask and pray bold things and watch you do even more bold things than we even ask for. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.